Hi, and welcome to One Guest. I'm Edgar B. Herwick III. Today, we've got a physicist, a roboticist, an artist, a musician, and the host of Discovery Channel's Time Warp, and it's all one guy, Jeff Lieberman. How's it going? How you doing? Thanks, Thanks for, for coming me. in. So, your work for years has been this combination of science and art. Is that something that's been intentional? How has that sort of happened? I would say it's kind of an accident. I was really yeah. good at math growing up, so I got really into the sciences. And, and generally, in our education system, the only people that get into science are the people that are good at it naturally. That's our right. education system does not really help people get emotionally involved in science. But on the other side, I was really heavy into the arts and started through my 20s to realize that those could be aspects of the same thing and yeah. trying to, to realize that we can use science and cover it with artistic experience to you know, have an emotional experience with people before an intellectual one. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting you talk about it. I mean, you say emotion and everybody goes artistic, right? But to talk about science as having an emotional experience is, it's pretty, it's fascinating and it's kind of, it's kind of inspiring to think about. Thanks. I mean, that's the whole purpose of the show is to show someone something that astounds them, makes them really, really interested, and then say, you know, by the way, that was all science. The reason we right. understand this, the real beauty in this is the science underneath what we see. Do you think that's important? Is it important to make science accessible or to make it fun? Is that, is that? Uh, I would say it leads to the most critical thing that we're dealing with right now, which is the environmental crisis. Uh, we need, you know, 100 million people to get really interested in science really, really fast. Right. We're going to have major problems in 20 years. So I think, you know, my role to play in that is to try to get, you know, kids, teenagers, and even adults to get more interested in science from an emotional level, and that will lead to everything else. Right. And one of the places where you found this sort of nexus between art and science uh, in your work is in your photography. Is that right? Absolutely. I do a lot of uh, high-speed work and, you know, post-processing work. So what's high-speed work? Uh, pretty much anything faster than something you would normally be able to see. We do things uh, about 10,000 times faster than normal. So, you know, so just a little bit faster. <laughs> a little bit faster, and that technology is really new, but we can actually watch a bullet crawl across like it's nothing and you know, blow things up. And some of my photography work takes a millionth of a second and just lets everyone really study that little brief instant of time. Wow, a millionth of a And how fast is your eye just normally processing stuff? You wouldn't process a millionth of a second. Absolutely not, unless you had a really brief strobe that only showed you that millionth of a second. The way that your eye works is a thing called persistence of vision, and the cells that are processing that information fade that light away because it's a chemical process right. over about a thirtieth of a second. And that's how a TV works. It presents 30 images a second, and your brain doesn't notice that they're separate images. Right. So um, in your work, you're taking these moments, you're isolating them, and you're finding really beautiful things. I mean, the whole reason high speed was invented was to help people understand phenomena that they couldn't. So, uh, what kind of things are you photo are you photographing? Uh, we'll do everything, you know, from human behavior, you know, the best people at baseball, hockey, etc., yeah. to scientific phenomena. There's, you know, we can blow up things. We can everything that everything from that range of super fast, tiny things, microscopic things, yeah. to astrophotography and showing people the universe. Yeah. Well, if there's if there's one thing that would make science more accessible, it's letting them know that blowing things up is science, right? Blowing things up is extreme science. Excellent. Well, thank you for sharing with us a little bit about extreme science and your work. You can see more about Jeff and his work on our website, wgbh.org slash one guest. Speaking of time, we're out of it now, so thanks for coming in. We'll see you next time on One Guest.